Wow. I mean, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Wasteland, an anime podcast. I'm Dom. Hey, guys. It's me, Nathaniel. Nathaniel's here, too. What's crapping in? Yeah. yeah. Just trying to balance Look, things man, out here. The wind has been taken from my sails. I literally just saw that shit right before we started recording. I don't know what to do now. Like, do I call her? Do I call her and mm-hmm. ask, like, why she went through with it? What do I do? Uh, I think you call you know her. I'm going to pipe her in. I'm going to see if I, I think I still have call. her email. I'm going to get her on this Google Meet, uh, and we're going to talk about, like, why she got married and a little bit of anime. Uh, mm. Oh, God. Um, yeah, the audience, you just have to figure out what's going on here. I can't, I can't fill you in. Dom has to be mm. the one to do that. Look, we've all been there, all right? We're we're scrolling through social media and we see that one of our exes got married. It's yeah. a thing. It happens. It happens. Yeah. It happened to me earlier this year, but I don't think we recorded like right after I found out. So mm. I feel for you. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It puts you in a, a funk. This isn't the first time this has happened either. I mean, mm-hmm. I've got a rogues gallery of uh of ladies and mm-hmm. This is this is maybe the second, maybe the third. I don't know. I don't keep. Oh, well, there's one who's done like a civil union or I don't know if they're married, but she's a lesbian now. So Mm. that was a whole thing. But no, this might be the third. And I'm feeling like uh, good luck, Chuck, from that movie with (laughs) Dane Cook right now. That's what I'm feeling like. Always uh, the bridesmaid, never the bride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I I know somewhat how you feel just because like I've I'm I don't have a prolific uh dating history. I'm very monogamous. I'm very like a single long-term relationship at a time. I'm monogamous so, too. I've yeah, just been alive for a, a very long time. I know. You have a couple decades on me, but <laughs> um but no, yeah, the two like really long-term relationships that I'd be, I've been in up until this point, one is married and has a kid and the other is engaged to be married. Mm. And it's only two people in the world, but it's still, it makes you think it, it makes you think what am I so bad? <laughs> What's so wrong with me? But yeah, but also I would not want to be married to either of them. So there's that, but okay. Okay. Fair point. Because I also, I mean, it's not like I wanted to be married to any of these women, but at the same time, it would have been nice to have been asked. I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Like, out there. Just ask me. Yeah. Who knows what I'll say? It depends on how the wind's blowing. Mm-hmm. And I probably did tell them several times that I had no intention of ever marrying them. <laughs> and I was just here for a good time, not a long time. Mm-hmm. And all the other toxic male shit that we were doing back in the early aughts. But we didn't know any better. 9-11 had just happened. The world was in chaos. I was just looking for love. You know what I'm saying? So eh, it is what it is. I, I'm feeling some type of way. I'm not, now like I'm just replaying that relationship. And I, it, it was barely a relationship. We, we dated for like a couple months. It, it wasn't too serious, but I don't know. I feel weird. Just seeing that I'm like, uh, and I think she married the guy that she got with like right after we like ended. Mm, that happened. I don't know. That happened to me. Oh, man. Um, 
Well, ladies, yeah. if you're looking for a serious husband, just date either Nathaniel or myself. Yeah. And I mean, down the line, after a couple of years, you'll break up with us. We'll break up with you. It'll be mm-hmm. pretty nasty, heated, but you'll find love. Oh, yeah. And it'll be your forever love. Proven, so. proven track record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yo, the high school one, too. Like, I dated her. She, like, we broke up. Uh, she realized she was a lesbian and got with this manager of a Carl's Jr. And they've been together ever since. It's been, like, over 20 years, I think, because we broke up freshman year of high school. And they're still together. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I think about that sometimes. <clears throat> Look, we're not here to talk about failed relationships and possible uh, marriages or anything like that. We're here to talk about anime. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we have to talk about To Your Eternity this week. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that. But we're also going to be talking about Naruto episodes mm-hmm. 37 through 42. You got my text, right? You saw that text? Yeah. Tell yeah. me you saw the yeah, text. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, you saw yeah, the text. Yeah. Uh, we're talking My Hero Academia. Um, I think it's episode five or episode six. I can't remember. But shit's popping off. And the latest Chainsaw Man mm. uh, titled Gun Devil. Oh, yeah. I called it. I called that shit. Like, I threw that out there. Do What'd you not remember? Call? What'd you call? I said, I, I mentioned a gun devil. I was like, I said something about a gun devil. I mentioned the fucking gun devil in a tongue in cheek way, way before I you said anything. You, no. I promise you, I was the first one that mentioned a gun devil. I said, we were talking. It was like, I think the first episode that we yeah. covered. And I was like, knowing that this was coming i said something like i was I, we were like talking about the devils and how they work and i was like you know we've seen examples of like physical objects like uh uh like tomatoes and zombies and things like that but i was like it can also be concepts like uh like time and uh, things like that but i think and i, and I, I think in I there said, i said and hypothetically or no and when we when i was talking about the power that certain devils can have i was like tomatoes aren't very scary but i said if hypothetically there was a gun devil it would be pretty mm. powerful i don't know that that's true okay you definitely you know i'm remembering now you definitely brought it up i feel like i did that's did. all i'm saying i, I just like, remembered you, it was you i'm gonna go back and listen Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to log into Spotify on my laptop right now, but it won't let me. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go and find find the audio archive. Well, uh, you did call it. So congrats. I did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for giving me my kudos. Like, why do you need to tear me down right I'm now? I'm not. You already know I'm I, in a low spot. I was wrong. I just remembered. <sighs> God. It just took me a sec to remember that uh-huh. you were correct. Anyways, uh, do we want to start with... The low point of this week's anime. Oh, yeah. Let's just let's just get it out of the way. Okay. All right. So Chainsaw Man. Uh, no, thank you. Boo! Come on. Right? <laughs> Fart uh, emoji. Dookie, dookie. No, seriously. No, yeah. See, to your eternity. Right. Season two of To Your Eternity. I don't know. I don't know what's yeah. going on. I don't know. I'm. I mean, it's been like. I mean, I don't. Not to say it's been leading to this, because obviously it's still going, but I feel like we've both kind of been somewhat on the same page where we're like a little shaky, a little confused, trying to like figure yeah. out what's going on with season two. Just be, The vibe feels so different Most definitely. from what we got in season one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... So I will say this, like, uh, I'll give them their props for at least 
asking the questions that we had hypothesized last oh, yeah. week when we were talking about like Fushi and whether or not like Fushi is male or female or what Fushi would fall in love with. I mean, because it is just an orb, like it can take on any shape. It can, it can be male or female or whatever. And yeah, those questions were brought up in this week's episode with, I forget this descendant of uh, Hayase or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I don't know. This prince with the peach, the peach prince, there's a guy who is wading through shit and getting <laughs> getting a handkerchief uh, for the for the prince, it, and, and yeah. he may love the prince. His name is Toto, and we find out that the prince can see ghosts, or at least could at one point. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if he still can, I, but that's interesting, I suppose. But I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I was kind of clocked out at that point. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I I feel like. I don't know if I'm like treading old comments or whatever, but I just really feel like the events of season one felt, it just felt like the whole series was just handled with much more like subtlety Mm -hmm. and just like it, I don't know. There was something that felt kind of like slow is not the right word, but it just felt like everything was kind of, moving at the pace it needed to and it was like yeah it's subtle I, I think subtlety is the right word this just feels so there was way of, more care taken yeah with, yeah with exactly the characters and storylines and i definitely said this last week i think but this like flamboyant prince i just it's so the con it just feels too goofy it doesn't even feel like the uh-huh. same series it's just hard to take it seriously in a series that I felt like I was taking very seriously. It was like handling right. everything with care, like you said. And I just feel it feel I think another part of it too is I don't know. I guess I think I also said this at one point, but I would be interested to like read the manga and just see if the vibe is that different there or, or what, but it almost well, get on it. You're the manga uh, man. Like yeah. check it out. But it it also just feels like maybe the author was now that you know Fushi's in this place where like society has advanced and like the story's getting a little bit bigger and mm-hmm. like he's like con- like I don't know may- maybe the author just it's too much to handle or something like it just feels kind of unwieldy right now and just kind yeah. of I don't really understand where like what anyone really wants i guess i don't i don't know it it's not it's certainly i'm struggling for to to for it to hold my attention yeah same here and i was expecting like with this new like I don't, I guess mission statement from the man in black, like the, the cloaked figure or whatever for Fushi to like go out into the world and find friends and find like a new family. Like he did in season one and make new connections. I was sort of hoping that that's what would be done in season two. And maybe that is what they're doing slowly, but these characters are not it. Like, no. Even in season one, when Fushi was meeting Reen and Gugu and the old man and the old woman and uh, Panora and March, like 
they made me feel some type of way immediately like march like i was in love with how like sweet and tiny she was and Penorda, she was she was just so vibrant and tough and self-sufficient to the point where i was just like i'd love to see a story about this woman this this young woman who's like a warrior in a time where it's not really seen that females can do this sort of thing like the whole brotherhood with gugu and the love that he had mm. for reen at all of these like little bits, it, it just felt so it, it felt like it was propping up a better story. Like it was building towards something. And in season two, so far, I'm just like, what is like, what is the point of these descendants of Hayase? What is the deal with this like flamboyant prince who no one takes seriously? Like this kingdom it all feels like there. I know it's an anime, but it feels so cartoonish and it feels so just slapstick. Yeah. When that wasn't the vibe before whatsoever. Yeah. Like the vibes that we're getting right now, it doesn't feel out of place for like most anime, but it's just, we have a full season of setting a tone. Yeah. And now it just feels like it's kind of flipping the table in a lot of ways on what, like the foundation that the series set and it's just it's confusing it's disappointing i i don't know i i still just don't really know what to make of it i, I still feel like i'm waiting for some sort of like for something to click with like I, I just don't really understand what the goal is right for anyone really and yeah just this this cast of new characters is just falling com flat. completely flat, flat. Yeah. completely flat for me. Whereas it felt like it was like you said, kind of banger after banger uh, in season one of all the new kind of little crews that Fushi meets up with in season one. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to abandon to your eternity, but I definitely feel like, we should take a break and mm -hmm. come back in a few episodes. Like, wait, I don't know how many episodes this season will have. If it's going to do like 12 and break for the, uh, for the holidays and come back in the new year, or if it's just like going to go straight through with 24 or what, but I feel like we should take a break. Let this, uh, season air out a little bit, like give it some time to find its legs and we come back and review like the episodes that we like in the, in the you know like we come back in like yeah. six weeks or something and we yeah. we check back in because i i don't want to come like i don't want to come to the table every week shitting on this yeah. anime because it's not like clicking it'd be a lot easier for us to watch six episodes and talk about what did and didn't work as opposed to week after week we're like okay so this one sucked too yeah you know? I, I totally agree. And yeah, I think hopefully after six or so episodes, you know, a nice chunk builds up because we keep complaining like we don't get what the bigger picture is right now. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine in six episodes worth of story that hopefully it can prove something of like what season two is like trying to accomplish and yeah right. so i totally agree i think yeah right now the series is season two is hard to talk about week to week i think now and it like in replacing it i propose 
blue lock. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's an interesting idea because I think we talked about it off air. Mm-hmm. You brought it up to me. Um, I wasn't totally aware that the anime was airing right now, but I was quite not intimately familiar, but I'm familiar with people in the manga world talking about how great the manga is. So I was definitely aware of the series. I had, it's just like one of many series that I had wanted to kind of check out for a while, but just never got around to it. So yeah, I think it's a a great opportunity and it's a new series airing right now. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's time to freshen up the wasteland. uh, I don't know the Rolodex of anime that we're doing. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find it. Where is it airing? Is it only on Crunchyroll or what? Uh, I have not looked into it. I don't know. Okay, because uh, it's not on Hulu. Hmm. And it's uh, not on Netflix. It looks like I'm going it, to Crunchyroll right now. It looks like it's on Crunchyroll. Ah, it's a Crunchy exclusive. Okay. All right, Crunchy exclusive. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I got no problem with that. I am subsidizing uh uh someone else's uh login right now, so it's all good. Nice. Yeah. But I'm just ready for, I'm ready to be wowed again. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. right now I'm being wowed by several different anime. And unfortunately, To Your Eternity is just like a major, just like, ugh. I, I often put it off to the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Just I, so it's like fresh in my head so I can talk about it. Because if, like, thank God it doesn't air on a Tuesday or something. Oh, yeah. And you know, like I, there's no way yeah. I remember anything. No, yeah, I just watched it this morning and I I absorbed probably like half of it. I just watched it right before recording. Like uh like I told you, I was doing my laundry and while I was waiting for my shit to dry, I was just like, all right, let me f- like breeze through this episode. And I was hoping for more. And I liked the stuff with uh uh Tenardi from like last episode and everything, but it's not enough. It's not enough for me to like build mm-hmm. anything on. So yeah, let's give it some time to really find its legs in season two and we'll come back to it because I feel like after season one, it's, it's earned a little grace. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's do that. So I'm looking at Crunchyroll's, uh, or I'm looking at Blue Lock on Crunchyroll and there's only four episodes do we want to like do all four episodes? I, I mean, I say, or, what are you thinking? I, I don't know. I feel like let's just jump into it. And, um, cause then I don't know. I, I feel like there'll be more to okay, kind of absorb and kind of get a feel for the whole thing. And then I, cause I feel like in four or five, I mean, it might be like five episodes probably by the time we, cover it next week so yeah i feel like within five episodes we would have like a pretty good idea if it's something we want to continue on with rather okay, than just cool. checking out one and not totally yeah. knowing yet works for me all right so look forward to that uh next week guys we're going to be covering the first five episodes of blue lock nice no yeah that's is that going to be our first sports anime that we cover I think it probably will be. We 
if we tried Haikyuu, right? Yeah, we like briefly tried Haikyuu, and I can't exactly remember what happened, but I think you it, put your foot down. It, you said that me. you would not. Yeah, you would not spend another second watching that bullshit. I don't think that's so. what happened. I don't think so. I don't remember what happened, but actually, and, you know I what? Mean, You're right. What? That did happen. Yeah. It happened exactly you. like you said. <laughs> and Skate the Infinity, if you want to count that as oh. I mean, a sports anime, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, near and dear to my heart, number one anime. But uh, yeah, so let's pivot over. You know what? I I need I need my endorphins to like kick in. I need oh. to talk about something. I was very excited to watch this week because I was hyped and I haven't been this hyped in a very long time watching this anime. My Hero Academia, baby. Oh. And look, I know you're on like the edge of whether or not you can even continue watching it, whether or not you want to spit in the creator's face. Mm-hmm. Every day is a struggle for you. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But this last episode, are you kidding me? Like, did you were you were you feeling any type of way? <laughs> like we had Aizawa in the mix and he was talking he was talking about how he's been watching his students for years become the heroes that he knows they can be. It it felt it felt amazing watching that episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I look, I don't want to speak for you, but as I was watching Midoriya, little Deku, like watching Bakugo and the shit, everyone like banding together to fight off Shigaraki. Mm-hmm. What? what? What's what's I'm with the shitty grin? What's no, with I'm, the shitty grin? Talk to me. What what were you feeling? No, were you please. just like, oh, here it is, another <laughs> no, episode? I wasn't superheroes. Ugh. No, I'm I'm hyped for your yeah. You're hyped for, for my for reaction, but I want to know how you were feeling I, because what I you can't. It you wasn't. Can't. It wasn't. It it's nothing even close to a negative reaction. I thought. I th- oh. I think. But but. I'm just it's not near as positive as mine. Of course I, not. I wouldn't even classify it as positive or negative. I'm just like, I'm not this guy. There's something that has deeply clicked in me or unclicked with me with this series. And I just can't like I can recognize cool things that happen. <sighs> I, I'm just like that emotional someone. And that's what I keep telling you. You need to go back. You need to like dip back into the earlier seasons. You don't even need to watch all of them. Like do a greatest hits. Do like the best fights of season two and three or some shit. Like greatest moment. Like do something like that because I feel like this part of you that died, it will be reawoken. I don't know. I mean, in anime terms, I feel like I had a little like magic orb in me and like Mm. someone smashed it. And mm. like, I just, we got to like, I don't know what it would take to, I feel like it would take more than just like it would, watching some I've, recap videos. Oh God. You say that, but it's you been, haven't tried. It's just, this is, it's been airing for so long. Like I, I, I was know. living a different life when I started <laughs> this and it's just like, it's too, it feels like it was just so long ago. When, also, I will say you, you mentioned like how long it's been IRL for us mm-hmm. in universe. Someone mentioned, I think it was Aizawa. He said, I've been watching these kids for a year. Yeah, man. Like it's so <laughs> it's, it's hard to, for me to sustain my, like these feelings over just, it's been like, it feels like it's been 12 years since I started watching this. And it's like, it's only been a year for these kids. It's like, ah, I'm, 
I feel like I've grown past it oh. or something. It's just the ma- the magic's not there, but I I can see cool wow. things when they're happening. But so unfortunately, I I was not feeling that deep. Like Damn. I think it was cool though, but it was objectively cool to see everyone. I mean, I got it on replay now. I'm I'm seeing all the stuff you're talking about when Bakugo flies in and you got Endeavor there and the whole thing. Everyone is working. I mean, Deku saves Aizawa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's restraining Shigaraki with the black whip. Bakugo's out here lighting his ass up. It's beautiful. It's great. These are moments that I don't know. They they feel like a huge payoff type type thing for me because yeah. what? Yeah. No, I I'm well, I know I'm yeah. I'm thrilled that it feels like a payoff for you, but I think for me, a payoff can't just be a thing that happens after so long. But it's so long it, for us, like yeah. IRL. It's not so long for these characters in universe. That's why I give it a little yeah. pass because, well, I mean, these people they have to they have to animate it all. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. no, if we're thinking about it but, like through the manga, what? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but for me, it's not just that it's taken so long. It's that it was like on an upward trajectory and mm. then it just like fell into a pit of hell. And then <laughs> yeah, I had season to, five was not great. And I had yeah. to like trudge through the depths to, it just feels like the momentum completely stopped and now cool things are happening, but I feel like, man, I'm still like at the bottom of the roller God. coaster chugging back up to the top. Like if you, I got to build up more momentum than this, if I could fall me. through like the floor of an abandoned factory and land on a magic boombox that would release a seven foot tall Shaquille O'Neal genie. My first wish mm-hmm. would be to erase season five from Nathaniel's memory. Just go straight from like <laughs> mid season four to now. Yeah. Because I feel like after like Deku went uh f- like, plus a million full cowling or whatever you fucking called it in season four when they were rescuing Airy, like from that point and let's say you left off there and then jumped to this you'd be hyped but because Probably. we saw Deku like take on the gentle criminal I forget what that dude's uh, name yeah. was but then he had that tiny little woman who was helping him I yeah that's so there was and, that and the fucking movies. Yeah, okay, the wait. Movies. There's that. There's the movies, there was the pipes, and then there was the <laughs> the the school festival where they put on the music uh presentation, all that bullshit. If we take all that out, I feel like you're back on board. But I don't know. I feel like like all that shit was such like bullshit filler and you have no patience for it whatsoever. And I kind mm-hmm. of excuse it. I'm just like Hey, it was what it was. That was then. This is now. We're back. We're back in gear. Let's get to it. I don't know. And I mean, maybe it's because I was raised on Dragon Ball Z that I can forgive (laughs) bullshit filler because I was I was in the trenches with that shit. I watched every fucking episode. But yeah, with you, I mean, you came in to the anime game a little bit later and you were watching like pristine stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's also I I don't know I've been exposed to the, 
I mean, this was like, again, it was also a series that I watched like very early or I started watching very early in my anime career. I've seen, well, I've read a lot more stuff that like is some of my favorite stuff ever. And so it's, and it just feels like there was this huge hiatus and then I come back and it's like season five and, or just, no, it's like, I'm getting into season four after like a huge time yeah. of not watching. And I'm like, wait, what is going on? And then season five is just so not good to me. And it just feels like it's too, it's all too messy. And I just fear like if I went back, it just wouldn't work in the way that you're hoping it would. It's possible, but I just feel like. I- I'd spend so much time to do that. And then I would just come back and be like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of what I well, remember. That's what I'm saying. Like watch an abridged version. Don't watch mm, it all. Like a YouTube edit or something. Maybe, maybe like not, not so much just going back to square one season one, even though I did start doing that and it felt very nostalgic. I did that mm-hmm. like uh, earlier uh, this past week. I just popped on early season one and it was fine. It was fun. But then I quickly skipped to like season two just because I needed I need a little progression. But watching this episode here and keeping in mind that it had only been one year for these students, especially with Deku, who's who's given this quirk a year ago, a year and a half tops, because I think he was he hadn't enrolled in UA as of like as of the time he got the quirk. So it was before all that. Uh, just watching this fight, watching the progression of these characters and knowing that this is the new generation of heroes. Now, this next episode, we're going to see class 1A, class 1B, like come together and fight off Gigantamachia. I am hyped. I'm I'm hyped. Yeah. Primarily because cool. of the shit that we had to sit through in season five, where they were battling each other through the pipes and everything and perfecting their moves and doing all this shit. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I was, I was really impressed with this episode and I shared it on Twitter while I was watching it. I, I like recorded the, the scene where uh, Shigaraki was about to grab Aizawa or go after him or something. And Deku slams in mm-hmm. and saves Aizawa. And I share that. And people were like hyped about that online. Like a lot of people have fallen off the My Hero train. It's not as packed as it used to be, but there's still some diehards out there. But I don't know. It I was I was very impressed with what I saw in this episode. And I'm looking forward to what they have to offer in season six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, all, all the stuff that you're laying out, I mean, it's easy for me to recognize. I, I think, I mean, I, I feel like I keep saying season six so far. I mean, it's it's engaging for, for someone like me who's like basically completely fallen off the, the series. I, I just, yeah, I mean, I it would be great if we were both on the same like hype level for what we're seeing. It would be but great. I I think I think uh I don't know. I feel like you should settle for my <laughs> my me- yeah, my okay. mediocre like accolades. That makes for great podcasting. I, I'm giving it would be I, di- I'm handing out no, kudos. It, I I'm handing yeah, out yeah, kudos. Yeah, no, it'd be better if you hated it. 
Uh, I'm not that's asking true. you to, that's true. but yeah, it would make for a better discussion if you hated it. But instead, I, you're just like, yeah, it's fine. It would. I mean, but that's the thing. It would have to be worse than season five for me to like mm. be actively hating on it. Because if this was the quality of season five, I'd just be like, uh, I'm I'm dead inside. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, so no. Would, if this it, was still like season five levels, I wouldn't even. I would. I would say let's stop. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think, I think, yeah, watching this week to week, it's, it well, it's hard because going back to the whole, like, I need momentum to build up again is mm-hmm. like, it's, the it, I mean, and it's cool, but season six kind of started with a bang. And so right. I'm like trying to catch up and trying to feel that momentum build. So I feel like if the pace of this keeps up, eventually I'll start slowly getting there. but it's like huh. starting strong and like going. So I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm here and, and the stuff's cool, but it's like a lot all at once. And so, yeah, I think for me and like this, the, the manga I read and the anime I watch, I just need more of that natural buildup. And since the series as a whole kind of, like I've mentioned, has been sort of very up and down, I'm, I've lost that momentum so I just kind of have to deal with what I'm seeing right now, okay. but, but it's okay. good. I, it's cool. I, I think, yeah, I think it's good. Good and cool. <laughs> this is what you come here for guys. It's good. It's yeah. cool. It's a solid six, seven. Oof. Golden walnuts. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> seven walnuts, seven golden walnuts. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, for me, I mean, you know it, you love it. I'm I'm in this world, like with the whole superhero aspect of it all. So I'm really digging this. I finally get to see some action from these characters who have been waffling and just talking for seasons at a time. I'm finally getting to see people in the mix and these pro heroes. I'm I get to see what it is that they do and why they're the best. So I guess, yeah, of course I'm more hyped for it than Nathaniel is, but you know, maybe that'll change someday. Who's to say maybe Maybe down the line, uh, anything can happen. So yeah, man, uh, like I teased in this next episode, because I know you don't watch the previews, uh, this big ass motherfucker, Gigantamachia, he's headed for, Class 1A and Class 1B, they're the last line of defense. And they're going to have to come together and use their quirks to defeat this big fucker. It's about time. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to I mean, keep in mind, like, in the first uh, how many episodes? Five or six? It's just been the pro heroes, Tokiyami, now Deku and Bakugo, and Kaminari, who have been showcased. Mm-hmm no one else from class 1A or class 1B. So we're finally going to get to see them do some shit. And I'm looking forward to it. Maybe this will be the episode that gets you on board. And if it's not, we can have that conversation again. Mm-hmm. But uh, where do you want to go from here? Because I've navigated so far. So I want, I want you to let me know where you want to go. Like steer this ship. Um, oh, captain, my captain. Mm-hmm. How much do you think you have to say about Naruto? I can do a solid 19 minutes. Mm, wow. Um, then let's... All right, you know what? 
we just spent the last segment covering the stuff that gets you hyped or got you hyped this week. So let's talk about the stuff that is guaranteed hype for me every week. All right, so we're going to Naruto. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about Sakura. That Get into little it, my blonde friend. boy, he's so goofy mm. and he's so full of energy. I just love that little guy. He be making me laugh. Them little whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think let's jump into Chainsaw Man. Ah, the Dingy Chronicles. Mm. He's grabbing titties. Oh, yeah. Um, Get it. Get it, King. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I feel like every week I want to I want to hear your thoughts first. What? It's you can't first... steer this ship I, and then say, I thought, so what'd you think? Well, but uh, uh, fine. I, th- <laughs> I thought I thought this was. Again, a great episode, a great adaptation of the source material. Uh, I have like one. It's not a major quibble. I have one quibble, but we'll get to that. Um mm. But I think they handled a lot of the stuff really great. I mean, I I was thrilled to see to finally get to spend more time or like any significant time with uh, the rest of the little um, yeah crew, uh, Arai, Kobeni, and uh, Himeno. Anxious to hear your thoughts. So wait, Arai, Kobeni. And Himeno. Yeah, Kobeni's the super <laughs> nervous one. Um, Arai okay. is the the dude who's like madly in love super with straight laced, super straight laced with the, in, in love with Himeno. <laughs> with Himeno, and then yeah, Himeno's obviously uh, Aki's kind of like partner. Yeah, um, with the eye patch. Um, Shit, man, you want to hear my thoughts on him? Um, look, Kobeno. Kobeni. I don't know how, like, what? Kobeni. Kobeni. Yeah. Kobeni. Kobeni. Mm-hmm. Kobeni. Uh, I don't know how she made it into the field. She's <laughs> over here shitting, shitting bricks every five seconds. So yeah. I'm hoping that she's OP as fuck or has some <laughs> hidden talent because at this moment, she's a liability. She's a straight up mm. liability. She's over here like shrieking. She's a shrieking violet at all times. Yeah. Um, What's this other guy's name? Adi or Ari? What's his name? Yeah, I mean, it, Arai, I got Arai in English. Arai. Yeah, all right, all right. He's fine, but look, of all the people in this crew that I feel I could go, he's number one. Mm. He could, he could go first. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm done. Uh, only because uh, what's her name with the eye patch? Himeno. Himene? Himeno. Himeno. I'm in love with her. Like she can <laughs> she can get it. Yeah. Uh she is perfection. Like we'll get into Makima in a little bit, but that mm-hmm. that woman, she mm-hmm. is not to be trusted. She is absolutely not Makima? to be trusted. Makima. Yes. You don't trust Makima? You don't trust Makima? Fuck no. Are you huh. shitting me right now? Uh-huh. She's biting, she's biting fingers. She's uh like grinding up on Denji's lap. She's uh-huh. like giving him titty like out of nowhere, telling him about what it feels like to fuck. Mm. No, I don't trust Makima. Damn, okay. No, absolutely not. She she is number one on people that I'm watching out for on this show. Like hmm. 
this because the second dingy like and he's already he's already enthralled with her but the second he trusts her too much is when he's just done for i mean the mm. fact that she seduced him to try and defeat the gun devil when the gun devil is so op i'm just like what is she what is she <clears throat> like playing at like what is her end goal here i don't know man but um patches eye patches i'm i don't know her name yet jimeno jimeno yeah jimeno man her power and her entire attitude and her like laissez-faire like devil may cry like i'm here to fuck it up and Mm -hmm. like just rabble rouse like i like her but it was also very interesting and we'll get into it to see the flashback of her first meeting aki yeah and she seemed uber serious and just like don't fuck this up everyone else has died on me like you're not gonna die on me and yeah i enjoy her vibe and i like her like counterbalance to aki so yeah we can we can get into it but mm-hmm. those those are my initial thoughts on the rest of the team cool yeah and i mean obviously this is that was only like half the episode like barely half the episode spending with them oh yeah, no, yeah just yeah. just yeah, like yeah. spending with the te- with that those crew members so it's not a lot of time, but yeah, I mean, we've like fully entered this new, um, you new know, arc. arc or whatever. Um, gun devil, baby. With, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the gun devil is like <clears throat> the biggest picture off in the distance, but mm. with them right now in this, on the eighth floor of this building, um, up against we don't know what quite yet um Mm. but but yeah i guess uh what i mean talk me through uh your thoughts of because you know you you had some very strong claims about uh makima i mean walk me through your headspace with the infamous uh scene of her and denji look the boy Denji is down bad. That brother mm. is thirsty. He mm. is his like he's starving. He's out here. He's looking for any crumb so badly that in the beginning of this episode, we have him plunging shit from a toilet and uh, a, a fiend tells him like, yeah, you can squeeze my titties now whilst he's holding like a brush caked in her shit. And he's like, <laughs> oh, bet. And yeah. he's squeezing her titties and uh, a fucking pad falls out of her shirt, which blows me away, too, because why would power need or want to appear like she's bustier than she actually is? <clears throat> that would be something that I would think the human uh, who power took over would want. But power wouldn't want that because power doesn't even clean herself or bathe properly. So why would she want to keep up appearances that that I felt like was a nitpick for me, but dingy didn't care. Like he grabbed those little nubs and he was squeezing for dear life and he had an existential crisis and he was just like, Holy shit. I did it. I achieved Mm. my lifelong goal. Well, his new lifelong goal after having like toast or super toast or whatever the fuck he called it, but he achieved his new lifelong goal. And now he's just like, what next? I mean, nothing matters. I did what I set out to do. Mm. And then Makima is just like, oh, you thought, you thought, 
boy, you ain't know nothing about this gushy gushy. And then squats on his crotch and then bites his finger all seductive like. I'm like, hey, yo, the way I was feeling some type of way while we were watching my dress up darling. Mm. Yeah. I was watching this and I was like, this is like the dark sided version. This is fucked up. I want yeah. no parts of this. Although when I was Dingy's age, I wanted all parts of that. I wanted exactly that. <laughs> but because I am a man in his twilight years, I now know that that shit ain't right. That is mm. like. It's look, it's not to get biblical. It's, it's, it's workplace harassment. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no. Makima should be canceled. Sure. But not to get biblical, but it's Eve tempting Adam with Ooh. that apple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and as we know, women are the devil. So mm. True. I mean, from, from my mouth to God's ears, Makima, pure evil. I wow. look, did I feel some type of way while I was watching it? Yes. But I splashed some holy water on my face. I did a few Hail Marys. I did some push-ups. Uh, called my mom, just asked her about her day. You know, I, I got I got right with myself and my soul. Uh, so yeah, oh Makima, she is a problem. She's a problem. Mm. Well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you think of it when you like when you first read that? I, yeah, I mean, it was wild. I I mean, I think this is worth pointing out in terms of uh manga verse anime. I mean, it was definitely a lot of the same feelings when I read it, but I mean, the anime really took its time with that scene. I mean, in the manga, that was like maybe five or six, like five pages. Uh, and I feel like the anime it was very intimate very uh man in your face it really took its time so i you know it's a faithful adaptation but uh yeah a, a different more intimate experience with and her fucking the voice actor the voice actress uh yeah it's a wild scene um but i mean that kind of leads into the first mention of the gun devil that we touched on mm -hmm. and mocking. Well, hmm. the first mention was from me when we were right. covering uh, the first chainsaw man episode. Yeah. When I alluded to the fact that there has to be like a gun devil out there in the world. Right. Or the possibility of such, mm -hmm. uh, this would be the second. True, true, very true. Um, but yeah, so she kind of sets up the gun devil. Um, uh, to Denji and wants him to take care of it for some reason. Uh, and we don't, at, at first we don't quite understand the, uh, the possibility and the magnitude of the gun devil, mm -hmm. but we get this cool kind of like transition sequence. Like Makima is kind of like talking him through it. We see these kind of like flashes of basically she's explaining that, uh, in response, like years ago in response to, the devil problem that the U S kind of like heavily pushed, you know, firearms to combat devils. But then that just kind of like led to general gun violence. And then like shortly after that, the gun devil first appeared. Um, 
And then that kind of sets up into this transition into this kind of scene that we don't quite understand yet, but it's this, right. It's, it's this, uh, little young kid, uh, getting read a a story. It looks like he's sick in bed. Yeah. He's like, because yeah, yeah. There's no reason for him to be in bed at this time. It's like clear his day out, but he's got a bandage on his head. Uh, his parents are both in there with him and the older brother comes to the door and he wants to play catch with the dad. And the dad's like, can we go out and play catch? And he's like, I'm reading to your little brother right now. Go play with yourself. And mm-hmm. the little brother is just like, no, I want to go play. I want to I play with my brother. And I don't know. It, they go out into like this snowy little landscape and they're the little brothers being cheerful and annoying while the older brothers like sulking and saying how he wants to be alone and like leave him and all this other shit. And then the little brother sort of wins over the big brother by like being youthfully exuberant and just not really accepting his older brother's shitty attitude and throwing like snowballs at him. He just wants to play, you know, he just wants to hang out with his big brother. And we're watching this scene go go on and on where they're just like having a good time. And the big brother's like, yo, you should go get some gloves. It's cold out here. You're going to get sick. Uh, come back and we'll we'll play catch. Mm-hmm. And the little brother's like, ah, oh, he's he's hyped. He's like, OK, OK, I'm going to go get my gloves. You stay right here, big bro. You stay right here. And the big bro's like, all right, I'll be here. fine. Shit. And the little kid, he runs, he runs over to the house looks back at him one more time and he's like he waves and then there's like this huge like gust of power that just like demolishes everything Mm -hmm. in sight around the older brother yeah and it's like obliterates everything and we come to find out that that is the fucking gun devil yeah um and this kind of leads into my one minor quibble with this episode uh so basically right after that happens it transitions back to makima and she basically says uh you know in about five minutes the gun devil killed almost 1.2 million people and then completely disappeared and hasn't been seen since oh so your problem is that gun devils don't kill people people kill people Mm. and you would rather (laughs) yeah yeah um no it was that i felt like the way this information is delivered was a little bit more powerful in the manga because basically what she says is all in there but there's information before that so she just basically sums it all up there. But like in the manga, there's like a full page spread and it's just the complete demolition of everything. And uh-huh. it says, I won't read the whole thing because it's long, but it says November 18th, 10 a.m. The gun devil hits Japan for 26 seconds. Death toll 57,912. And then it lists like all these countries, United States, 124 seconds, death 548,012 Canada, seven seconds, Hawaii, 0.4 seconds. And it like, it just has this huge list of like every like major country that it hit and all the deaths. And then Makima goes into that. And I just like that detail of like being like hyper specific and it, and it kind of like, it kind of like establishes that 
you know, like Hawaii 0.4 seconds that the gun devil is just this like instantaneous, like you don't even see it and it it can just like appear and disappear and it causes this insane, uh, destruction. And it happened all across the world, not just in Japan. Um, and I feel like the way they could have made that work is maybe just after, uh, we see that flashback or that scene of the gun devil, like demolishing that home or whatever. And we hear Makima's voice and she starts to tell Dingy about it. We see like, I don't know, maybe over like her voice is being heard, but we see like flashes, like news blurbs uh, or Mm. like just, you know, the of the catastrophic nature of each of these countries, like dealing with the death toll, just like like you said, like the U.S., for like however many seconds this many dead and it just like flashes on the screen as we're hearing makima mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah i was wondering how they would do that um and it looks like they just didn't and they just didn't uh but wow but yeah other than that i yeah i think it was a great um how they handled it was was really good otherwise but yeah she and then makima kind of finishes explaining and explains like the gun devil pieces and that other devils can eat them. And basically she's like setting up like an overall goal for her team is to collect more and more gun devil pieces. Um, uh, because then they hope that it'll lead them to the gun devil. Uh, but then after that is when we get the reveal that that little boy Grew up mm. to be one Aki Hayakawa. You hate to see it. Yeah. Um, and we kind of understand his brooding, stoic nature. A I mean, you bit do. More. I don't. I oh, feel like okay. you should get over it. True. Yeah, true. It's been years. Um, but yeah, then right after that, we kind of have this, uh, they have their Reservoir Dogs moment. Of the yeah. crew, like walking, yes. I, I love that. Um, walking through this parking lot to this hotel, investigating a devil that, and they think a, a piece might be there. Um, yeah, and it's, I guess, it's important to really like talk about the fact that when the gun devil like takes over someone's body or uh, a fiend takes a piece of the gun devil's body. The, sh- the pieces that the gun devil has left behind will act as like a dowsing rod. It will act as like a detector for the gun devil. Yeah, you know, it's like, like, a, if like you have they're a, like magnetic almost. Yeah, yeah. You can feel it pulling towards uh, the gun devil, like whatever bullets the gun devil leaves behind. So yeah, and that's and, how they're doing this. Yeah, and yeah, the idea is if you get enough, since no one in the world knows where the gun devil is, that if you get enough pieces together, that it'll like act as a huge magnet and kind of guide them to wherever the gun devil is. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I I love the, uh, the gum, what the bubble gum, the gum moment. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what this was all about. If it was just, specifically for power and dingy to get gum but they're outside of this hotel or whatever searching for the gun devil and 
Power and Denji just start being like little brats and antagonizing Aki. And Aki's like, what the fuck? Didn't I tell you guys to like mind your manners when you're out in public? You need to listen to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry. We apologize, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, here, take some gum. And he, bo- he gives them both a stick of gum. And they're like, he's so fucking stupid. He just got <laughs> gum. And they're like, hey, my man. You know, they're like yeah. dapping each other up. They're just like, we did it. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? So they're just like little little brats, like just yeah. being little shitheads. What, what? They just wanted gum, both of them? Uh, well, I mean... What's funny about it to me, and I, I I think it's a really funny moment in the manga, and I was hoping that the comedy of it would come across as effectively, and I think it definitely did in the adaptation, mm. which is great. But I think it's funny to me mostly just because, like, well, for a lot of reasons, but mainly because it just feels like even though they haven't all been a little trio for too long, uh-huh. This feels like it's at least been enough time for Aki to learn that he can at least neutralize them a bit with <laughs> sticks of gum and that he just like carries yeah, gum yeah. on him to just like shut him up, shove in their yeah. face to shut him up. So I, I yeah. just like that. It's like a little There's that. Yeah. But, but I also like that they, on the other hand, Denji and power, they're wise to it now too. And they're like, yo, if we bug him enough, he's going to give us gum. Yeah, and all you know, they, like yeah, and all they have to do is just kind of be like, "Oh, yes, sir." They, sorry, exactly. Just yeah. for like two seconds, and then they're like, "Ha, sucker!" Yeah, we got the gum. Like this is both a game on either side that either like both side thinks they're winning. It's so fucking ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right after that is a really great dingy moment because. They know Dingy's like this loser degenerate who hasn't had any like experience whatsoever. And Emino decides to try to bribe Dingy with a kiss if he like goes in there and can find this fiend or whatever. Yeah. And Dingy is like, a kiss. Fuck all that. Like, I know what I want. I want, I want, you know, I'm after one woman and one woman only. Like, he's on his own bullshit now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking about how sex stuff feels great with someone you really care about. And then Jimeno gets up close to Dingy and is like, I'll kiss you with tongue. <laughs> and Dingy loses it. He's like, all right, out of my fucking way. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. He is, he's... <laughs> He's just out here, like for whatever, you know. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, no, I yeah, I love that moment. I just love yeah, just like smash cuts to him, just like with his tongue out, just like hmm. like bar- like a dog. Yeah, like barging down the hallway, just like with his <laughs> yeah. axe up, like Speed looking, walking. look, and, and then uh, yeah, I like uh, that. Arise, like trailing behind him, like yeah. trying to like yeah. make sure he doesn't get the the kill first. Um, yeah, it's great stuff. But yeah, so they finally make it into the hotel and uh, we, we get a glimpse of Jimeno's uh, uh, her, her ghost devil that she has made a, a pact with and that we learn is how she lost her eye. Um, Which is interesting because <clears throat> like when we first, well, like, not when we first see Jimeno, we see Jimeno a couple episodes ago and she's already got the eye patch. Uh, but in the flashback with Jimeno and Aki, 
she's got an eye patch and like a busted arm and everything. So I don't know. I just assumed that whatever did damage to her eye also did damage to her arms. Mm. That's, that's not the case. It's she gave up her eye, but then what happened to her arm? I mean, like her arm works fine now, but yeah, I think my explanation for that would be that I think once you become uh, a devil hunter, uh-huh. you know, at least for her that when she started, she made the contract. So like losing her uh-huh. eye would be like one of the first things that happens. Okay. So she has the power, you know, to fight devils more with the contract with the ghost devil. And then, but even though she has the ghost devil with her, she still can get the shit kicked out of her and like injured. Okay. So I have, like, I'm, you, you may be completely right because you've read all of this shit before, but I was going off of something sort of different, like similar, but different where I thought maybe she gave up her eye after she got the shit kicked out of her. That's possible. And got her arm all busted up. That's possible too. I'm not sure if we get like an exact answer on that. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's not important. It was just something I picked up on because like it felt like a a detail that like, (laughs) why would you show that unless it's important? But Mm. maybe it's not important and it's just like some set dressing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But I mean, important detail in that scene and this and this is actually not made clear in the manga, but is clear Uh in the anime is that in that flashback, the guy who is introducing aki to himeno in the graveyard is the same is guy the guy in the uh the opening credits um wait which guy the blonde the, guy the blonde guy with the scar on his shut the fuck up that was that guy yeah no all right yeah i'm scrubbing through the episode right now i gotta find it Okay. But yeah, in oh, man. in the manga, it's basically just like you don't really see his face and it's just unclear who it is. But in the adapt so I was kind of su- I was kind of surprised to see him here. Oh. Um, but yeah, we obviously don't get any other information about him. And I probably wouldn't call it out normally, but like he's in the opening credits uh, and we've already kind of talked about him. So I just thought it was important wow. to kind of call that out as an interesting okay. detail but um quick question this cemetery that they're in where uh himeno is like at a grave and all these crosses are there mm-hmm. are these all devil hunters oh um that i don't know actually mm-hmm. that would be okay. interesting if it was i don't know if there's an answer yeah, i don't know if there's an answer as fuck. yeah i don't know if there's an answer for that but okay, it's possible. I was just curious. Possible. I don't know that there's that many devil hunters, though. Well, not now, but I mean, who knows how long they've been hunting yeah, devils? That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Whew. Um. Yeah. Okay. I just saw that guy, and the reason I didn't pick up on it, he's wearing a fucking hat. How would I know? They cover his blonde hair. Mm. How do we know it's him? That's true. Well, I mean, I could tell, but that's because mm. I'm more familiar with that character but um okay 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 but yeah um and then yeah i guess back the rest of the episode is just kind of setting up that this kind of weird mystery where 
they start to uh, arise kind of the first one to notice, you know, he goes up the stairs and yeah. he kind of winds up back. And so they're basically stuck on the eighth floor of this hotel and they think it has to do with the devil, but it, that's kind of just like, it ends on that kind of like realization. Um, yeah. So I don't know. There's that much more to say there, but yeah, it's just kind of setting up where we're going to be for a little bit dealing with, so, dealing with this. Okay. Um, hmm. I guess what I'd like to know, but I don't want to know, mm-hmm. but I do want to know in okay. the manga, mm-hmm. how long do they stay in this hotel? Um, like, is it for a full book? Like for a full volume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can get you an answer in a, in like two seconds. Uh, let's mm. see. Um, so it kind of starts on chapter fourteen. Okay. Because I love I love a good like haunted mystery type thing like this. I feel like could be the Spider Mountain from Demon Slayer type situation. You know what I'm saying? Like this is right up there with that, or it seems like it could be. You remember that arc where mm-hmm. they have to? Yeah. So, oh, I'd be into that. Um, so tell me, what's what's going on? <clears throat> I think they'll probably be here for m- probably two episodes. Hmm. Okay. So not like it's not. Yeah, it, it's it's not like that. I, I I hesitate to call it an arc earlier because it's mm. not like the biggest thing, but in a sense, it's kind of the next thing that's happening. But it, yeah, the in the manga, it's like five or six chapters. Okay. Okay. Um, five or six chapters. I fuck with it. Yeah, the the arc after this will be more substantial. But see, that's what I wonder is because there's only gonna be twelve episodes of this se- yeah. uh, first season. I, I think a- after this hotel arc, um, there's gonna be pretty much one arc that'll carry through the rest of the season. Or it should. Okay. I'm not sure where it's going to cut off, but my yeah, I sh- my guess is it'll be at the end of the next arc. I figured that they would like, I don't know, because what episode was this? Four? Oh, it was episode five. Mm-hmm. So we're almost halfway through season one. I th- I thought maybe we'd be here for like three, maybe four episodes. And then we get some teasing in the final two episodes of uh, season one. But mm. if you're thinking like we're out of here after the next episode, then yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think overall the thing with chainsaw man is it's definitely a shonen, but it's like kind of a unique kind of shonen. Mm. Um, so I think that, like that that's the thing that I always think about with Chainsaw Man 
uh, at least in the terms of like part one of Chainsaw Man, which is like 90 whatever chapters, is that 98 chapters feels like a very wholesome, not wholesome in that way, but like a complete thing. It feels like so much is in there. And it's, I think about it all the time when we're like talking about Naruto and Bleach and all these other old series where I'm like, man, an arc is like 80,000 chapters and it just takes forever to get through any one thing. Chainsaw Man is very like this, 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 like it's very kind of like pushing you forward and all kinds of stuff. So the arcs aren't like the generally these like massive things, like everything feels like it's moving at a very fast pace and it's all working towards one kind of thing. So I think that's kind of what I would say is it's, it's not like the series in general isn't long enough to have like these massive, uh, you know, arcs or anything, but it's, right. it's, it's like one full story. That's just kind of going. Um, yeah. If that makes you know, sense. What's interesting. I was actually listening to an, another anime podcast uh, a few days ago and they were reviewing Chainsaw Man and they were talking about how much like they weren't talking about how much they disliked it but they were talking like a few of the guys were talking about how much it just didn't work for them primarily mm-hmm. because Dingy is such a piece of shit <laughs> and yeah uh, the story just wasn't there for them yet and I was pretty taken aback Especially because they were like, oh, Jujutsu Kaisen like did this well and did that well. And it feels like they were taking like from Jujutsu Kaisen. And then like one of the guys was like, well, Chainsaw Man came out like a few months before Jujutsu Kaisen. And they're like, oh, well, that makes sense because it feels like the author of Jujutsu Kaisen saw what didn't work with Chainsaw Man and decided I'm going to do this differently and this differently. And I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, I. It's definitely a surprising thing to hear those criticisms, but it's also kind of not surprising because I think mm. it's it's positioning itself as like a shonen anime and a shonen manga. But I think what worked about it for so many people and why it was such a f- cult manga hit for so long before it kind of really started to blow up was that it's just doing its kind of own thing and it's working with existing tropes but it's like playing with them in a really kind of like interesting way and kind of like not careless in a bad way but it's just kind of it's like fuck you we're just gonna do all this shit and mm-hmm. you might think this matters but it doesn't matter and it's very like bam 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 kind of just moving along and things might feel unsatisfying, but like in a satisfying way, at least to me. And I think for a lot of people, like it's a series where you're going to get what you want, but it's not going to be what you want. But I I think, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain huh. the, why Chainsaw Man works so well for a lot of people, but yeah, it's not, it's definitely not um, like Jujutsu Kaisen and other things like that it's it's very much it's its own thing especially because the main guy is such a piece of shit Mm -hmm. and if you can't i feel like if you can't get on board with that then chainsaw man just isn't for you you know what i'm saying like yeah if you can't accept that your protagonist is a degenerate uh, degenerate who just wants some titties 
at first and then just wants to fuck after that and is willing. Like, I feel like I knew exactly who Dingy was in that second episode where he's paired up with Aki and Aki starts beating the shit out of him. And he's like, like Dingy just kicks him in the nuts repeatedly. And he's like, it's nuts or nothing. Like, he, like that's not fair. That's not a fair fight. That's not what you would do yeah. in any other shonen. That's not what a noble uh, protagonist would uh, stoop to. But that's who Denji is. And I, like, when I saw that, I was just like, "Oh, this guy's different." Like, yeah, and he's a rat. You know, he's a dog. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting thinking about Denji in the way that we think about. A lot of different famous TV characters, like main characters, like not that he's the same as Tony Soprano, but like Mm. Tony is terrible. And you spend like the entire series being like, is Tony capable of changing it all? And then towards the end, you're just like, this is no, this is just no matter what happens to him, no matter all the shit he goes through, all the things he learns yeah, it, you just can't change certain people, and that is very much how I see uh, Denji. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, maybe Denji would have been better had he had a different life, you know. But he mm-hmm. didn't. These were the cards he was dealt. This is the life he had to live. So I'm with him. You know, I'm ten toes to the ground for Denji. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Whatever he's into, I'm just like, do you, King? you dirty fucking bastard, like live it up. But yeah, I'm hyped for this little hotel Transylvania thing. They got going on, getting lost on the eighth floor repeatedly. I'm looking forward to the gun devil. You know, who's to say when that is going to finally come to a head, but uh, yeah, chainsaw, man, I'm into it. Nice. Um, I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. uh, before we get into Naruto, uh-huh. uh, some news from the West. Oh, I want to, I want to take a minute. I can't believe I forgot up until now. I meant to start this episode off with my condolences, but I mean, I was dealing with my own shit as everyone remembers. One of my exes is getting married. It's a whole thing, but uh, uh-huh. no, the voice actor for Batman. Oh yeah. Kevin Conroy, man, gone. He's yeah. dead. Like, rest in power to the king. He he voiced Batman for over 30 years. Over 30 years in so many different iterations. In the Arkham games. In so many different animated series. He, he was the definitive. Like, when you hear Batman's voice, I hope it's not Christian Bale's. I hope it's Kevin Conroy's. You know, it... Man... He's ingrained into my DNA when I when I think of Batman, I think of Kevin Conroy. I'm thinking of those Batman Beyond cartoons. Did you ever watch Batman Beyond? Mm, maybe like not not regularly or anything, but wow. I, I kinda wow. I kinda remember them. Wow. Cyberpunk <sighs> Batman. How do you not love Ooh. that? I don't know. You know? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk Batman. Uh but either way. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't speak about Kevin Conroy and the impression that he left on the voice acting world and just 
me, period. Like, he was great. And he will be sorely missed. And yeah, it's just, it's a loss, definitely. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that being said, rest in power to one of the greats. Uh, let's get into Naruto. <sighs> Naruto, um, a new arc within the existing arc like the tuning exam uh, arc uh, uh. begins i guess uh it's like yeah like uh well it's not actually the next exam technically right it's like the it's like they're weed, like, like they're weeding extra out extra credit yeah yeah well they're 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 like too many people passed right so they're just trying to like yeah um yeah i mean basically in the episodes we watch it pretty much just boils down to like sasuke versus this one dude these two other random dudes fighting and then sauce or uh sakura Sakura. and that other girl fighting Eno. um and like sasuke is like dealing with the fact that this like whatever his like sigil or brand on his shoulder from his like was a curse mark his curse mark yeah that that's like popping off and uh (laughs) popping off yo i could i would Yo, you need to just start doing uh, recaps of Naruto episodes where you're just like barely paying attention. You're like, okay, Sasuke's got some shit going on. Uh, yeah. That brand on his neck, it's popping off. Uh, Sakura, she's a piece of shit. No one cares about her. Yeah. She takes her headband off. I don't know. There's that other blonde girl. And this is me paying like pretty close attention. <laughs> no, I'm with um, you. Uh, yeah. I. That's why I also threw in that last episode is because... I I found out like what the episode was, which was basically Sakura and Ino, her rival, squaring off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe we'll see something from Sakura. And did Spoiler we? Spoiler alert. Nope. <laughs> uh, I also text my nephew. I asked him a couple questions. Let me go to our text thread real quick uh let me see here i said to him uh hey i'm on episode like i'm 30 some odd episodes into naruto uh and i have a couple questions but i don't want any spoilers and he said okay what are the questions and i said number one what is up with sakura why is she so damn useless Does she ever get better? He says, Sakura is useless till Baruto, but she's slightly better in... She's slightly better in Naruto Shippuden. Slightly better. That's what I've been hoping for. Slightly. Yeah, no. I've been living for slightly better Sakura. (laughs) That's the best we can hope for. So I feel like... Baruto? There's no fucking chance in hell I'm watching Baruto. No, 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 no. What I was going to say is I feel like we just need to give up on the Sakura train. We either need to come up with some type of game or bit where we're just like, okay, what, like, how useless is she this time? Or how do they skirt her around (sighs) being of substance? Because in these episodes, do you know how they did it? It's so, I was... I was livid, but I was not surprised. I was just like, of fucking course they did. Her entire battle, her one-on-one with her 
quote-unquote rival, it ended in a double knockout. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I was so fucking annoyed. I was just like, you couldn't give her a win? You you couldn't, like, give her it, some, or, or give her a loss. Give her something to fight for. Ye- but no. <sighs> yeah, that was that was weak. And But even before that, when they, like, paired the two of them up, I was like, Initially, I was disappointed because, like, I get that they have history together and they're like old rivals, so like that all makes sense. But I just yeah. thought it was disappointing from the the jump that I'm like, of all the people here, she gets paired with another girl. Right. I was like, right. And, and someone even had a comment. I think one of the other girls had a comment at some point after that where they were like, she said something like, "Girls can fight like." They can go toe to toe with any of the guys here, and I'm like, oh, oh, why aren't we? Why aren't we? Let's see it. Why aren't we seeing that? Like, I yeah. What I really wanted was for Sakura to go up someone up against someone who would be like a true challenge, and she would figure mm. out her own unique Sakura way mm-hmm. to come out a victor or suffer a loss, and that will trigger some kind of growth. But no, yeah, like you said, it was just the kind of like an even battle, and then a not, and then a uh, a tie yeah and i was just like that's okay such a fucked way of like that's nothing you may as well have didn't like i would have rather they didn't put her in the ring because you gave us nothing neither ino nor sakura achieved anything in their battle they didn't like reach new heights and even while the battle was going on, uh, their leader, their uh, the main guy, Kakashi Sensei, the one with the thing over his eye, he's just like, oh, Sakura, she's got great, great technique and she's doing this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool. She's doing this and that. But after everything is said and done, it ends in a tie. So who cares? Like, if she, if you're going to tell me that she's so smart and so tactful, or not tactful, but she's, like, this great tactician, and she's smart with, like, dispensing her chakra, like, here and there, and she, she's, like, this great thinker, then, like you were saying before, give me some of that. But they give us nothing. No. It's like a wet fart of a battle. And I mean, we watched before this, like in these slew of episodes, we watched uh, Sasuke. He was fighting this this fucker and that that curse mark was taking over his body. He used his uh, shuriken or whatever that eye thing is where he can mimic any move that he's ever seen. And he did that Rock Lee shit from the last batch of episodes that we watched where rock lee was like i can only use this move once it'll fuck up my body but i have to do it and sasuke did it with like no problem whatsoever just seeing it one time and people were like shook Mm -hmm. you couldn't give sakura anything like that you couldn't give her a piece like give her something i mean they kind of did where they said like sakura was able to shake off uh eno's uh, body like or mind control jutsu or whatever she did but 
really, that was after Naruto, like, screamed at Sakura. You know what I'm saying? Like, he shook her out of a trance. Yeah. So I kind of give that to Naruto for that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, your nephew is saving us some time, I feel like. I feel like yeah, we Yeah, I feel like whenever Sakura's on on screen, we can we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. I need the I need the Sakura edit. I need it, like any and every I need someone to break down any and every minute Sakura's on screen for Naruto where we can just leave. I need to cut her out of all this shit mm-hmm. because she's not she's of no consequence. And I also like I screen grabbed uh, that text conversation. And I put it on my Twitter and one of my followers was just like, yo, thank you for calling out the fact that Sakura is trash because she does nothing. There are so many people out there who just feel like this. Mm-hmm. So it's not just us. I feel vindicated. It's sad, but yeah, I mean, I, I never want to enter an anime and just like clearly see what the weakest link is and have no redeeming qualities for them. But that's where we're at. Yeah, I feel like we might have said this at some point before, but now more than ever, I'm just hoping that the roster like a more permanent roster kind of opens up because I don't know if I can just. Well, I think this is the permanent roster. It's going to be these nine or if not these nine, then these six, like the the people going up against each other. So it's I feel like. Oh, no, it's definitely got to be nine yeah. because Rock Lee is going to be part of like this crew eventually but i feel like it's rockley it's shikamaru it's uh the the girl who's got like a crush on naruto it's Eno, the girl who's like sakura's rival mm-hmm. it's that chunky kid who hates being called chunky it's it's the bug guy it's yeah it's all those other kids in the mix like there's no way i could just do naruto and sasuke <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I hope that's the case. Uh, it's just like, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, if the purpose of this is to like go off and get hired and be a shinobi for whoever after this, I don't know like what's inherently keeping these people together, right? What do you mean? Like they're all from different clans and stuff. And like this is a, these exams are just all to get to become like a, whatever verified shinobi and i thought and my at least my understanding was that you once you're shinobi you can kind of like go off and do whatever and get hired by whoever so i'm just saying like i don't know what keeps them all as a crew Uh, well i feel what it is um and i think it's touched upon during the exams like in the forest and whatnot and even after the forest Uh, when they're doing their, like, one-on-one battles. You fight with someone long enough that even though, like, you don't necessarily care for them, they are a part of your clan. Like, you know their strengths as well as their weaknesses, and they know yours. And just like when Eno was going against Sakura and trying the mind control jutsu, uh, Shikimaru was on the sidelines and he's like, what the fuck is she doing? 
we like this works in tandem with me doing my shadow jutsu that paralyzes the person. If she does this without me, it's not going to work. So these, these uh, students, they learn these techniques in tandem with one another and they learn like different moves and different things that uh, sort of like bolster their, their shortcomings. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to be a ninja like without a clan they're already in these clans together. They're these three man clans. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can be a shinobi and go out on your own, but I feel like you're stronger with your clan. That's my whole thing is that it makes sense for these people to stay together only because they've laid out pretty uh, evidently so far that they need each other to a certain extent. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, you make a good case. Well, I don't know. Nope, we'll, we'll, I hope so. We'll, we'll fucking see, I guess. But we'll um, see. yeah, I don't know. I I kind of want to get to that place sooner rather than later. I think uh, the tune when the tune for the tuning exams to end. I just feel like um, I feel like we got a pretty good like handle on a lot of these characters. I just don't know like how much more kind of tournament arc kind of showcasing uh -huh. of all this that we really need. Um, so I, I kind of want to get out into the world and like see the characters kind of out and about and like getting, getting into everything more. I mean, we're, we're like 40 episodes in. I mean, that's yeah. We only have like 12 more episodes to go. Really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, season one is 52 episodes. Oh, but it's but Naruto Naruto is more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying in season one. OK, OK. We have 12 more sure, episodes sure. to go. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm assuming at the end of season one will be the end of this. Well, I'm assuming that it will be the end of this arc, but it could also be the end of the arc plus the setting up of the next arc. I don't know. I'm just thinking mm -hmm. you're saying like you're tired of the, the exam thing. And we already know that they all pass the exam and they're just trying to like separate the wheat from the chaff or whatever the saying is. So mm -hmm. I, uh, I'm looking through the thumbnails and it looks like Naruto is going to be battling uh, soon. Rock Lee is in the mix mm -hmm. here. Oh, gotta. Ooh, oh shit. Okay, okay. I'm hyped. Man, Garda is gonna fight uh someone. I'm not gonna say who, but what do you want to do? Do you want to just like smash through the rest of the season? Do you wanna because if I'm looking at the breakdown for uh the Naruto episodes. Yeah, no. I feel like we should we should smash through the rest of the season. After from here on out, like get through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're on episode 41. Um so I feel like we do 42 through 51. Okay. 
42 through 51. Mm, hold on. Uh, 43 or 42 through 52. Sorry. 42 through 52. Yeah, let's do that. Let's finish out season one. Okay. And we'll talk about our likes, our dislikes, what worked, what didn't. And if you don't feel confident with going forward uh, to season two of Naruto based on like what you see at the end of season one, like and your vibe for the entirety of it, then we won't. We'll we'll regroup. We'll talk about it. We'll mm. find something else to cover. But I feel like that's like a good like turning point is for us to finish the season out strong and then decide whether or not we're going to continue. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for that. All right. Uh, any last notes that you want to throw out there for the episodes that we did watch? Um, I don't know. Not really. I just kind of wanted to complain about the Sakura stuff. Uh, mm. Other than that, I mean, Naruto. Well, Nar- shit, go off. Nah, I mean, Naruto himself didn't do anything in nah, these episodes. He was on the sidelines, just screaming. Sasuke basically had one fight, and then he's on the bench. Um, I don't want to see any more of this bug guy. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. I don't like it at what? all. Wait, 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 wait. Why not? Let's it's, talk about it. It's it's yucky i don't like it this guy he's got bugs living inside of him i don't i don't like that i don't want to see it anymore they're not living inside of him they're living all over his body mm, i think they're inside of him i don't know that they said that i felt like they said they're crawling all over him and they feed on his chakra Mm. well okay we'll have to see Once I once like I get once I get an answer on that, I'll yeah, I'll see. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I don't care for Rock Lee. I don't like his look. I hate it. I, I mean, he's an ugly boy. Yeah, hate it. I hate it so much. Maybe he'll get I a hate, glow up. I hate it. He'll never get a glow up. Primarily because like this is exactly what everyone looks like when they cosplay him. So ah. I know that this is just what Rock Lee looks like, and I fucking hate it. I hate it so goddamn much. Yeah. Whenever he's on screen, I'm just like, get out of here. Get out of here, Rock Lee. Fair. It's that bowl cut. Oh, it's yeah. those fucking eyebrows. It's that green tunic that he wears, that one piece. No, thank you. Yeah. No goddamn thank you. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. I can't with Rock Lee. Mm. Uh, everyone else is dripped the fuck out except for Rock Lee. He's, he looks like Gumby. Are you familiar with Gumby? <laughs> Yeah, I, right. I had a go. I wasn't sure. Oh, dude, me too. Did you have Pokey? Yeah, yeah, I think so. My man. All right. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Next week, we will be covering seasons one and two of Gumby. The Adventures <laughs> of Gumby. Come back for anime, for Wasteland anime. Uh, no, but we'll, we'll be touching on My Hero, Chainsaw Man, Blue Lock, first five episodes as well as closing out the rest of season one for naruto we'll not be covering to your eternity as it's on pause we'll come back to it after a few episodes see where they're at see if they got their shit together and uh yeah until next time guys 
Wasteland Anime, we're out of here. Goodbye. Later.